Welcome to this podcast from Mess to Miracle. Christianity plays a huge role in the fabric of our lives. To be honest, life is messy. Yet in the midst of the mess, God still uses us. The fact that God does is a miracle. This podcast is designed to inspire you in your walk with God and connect you with people and ministries that could be a blessing in your life. You will hear inspiring stories of believers exercising their faith to create miracles in their community. Welcome to From Mess to Miracle. Welcome. My guest today is Vivi Shank. She is a uh, money emotions manager. She helps millennials improve their relationship with money so they can reach their goals through wealth building. So we're looking forward to talking about this. I have millennials in my own family, so I hope they listen to this podcast and learn some lessons about money. So good to have you on, Vivi. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Keith. It's a pleasure. I'd love to talk about this. One of my favorite topics. I love talking about money and stewardship. So uh, this is a great discussion. I'm looking forward to having it. Yeah, let's talk about money. Let's talk about <laughs> money. So what's the best advice you've ever gotten? Okay, yeah, this is one that I was given by a mentor a couple of years ago. And she taught me, well, this is not really related about money, but it can be applied to okay. money which is before you ever make a decision, when you're not sure about a decision that you're about to make, check your motivation behind it. Sometimes we might be in a crossroad. Maybe we have two different options, two different possibilities, and we're not sure which one to take. So check your motivation. What is, it, what is pushing you towards one direction? What is pushing you to, towards the other? Right, so maybe one you might want to go down that one direction because you're feeling fear you, or you don't want to miss out, right? So if your motivation is fear, do you really want to go down that road or is it just excitement? Maybe, maybe what is stopping you from going to the other route is also fear. So are you going to stop? because of the fear or are you going to overcome that fear and actually move forward? So check with your motivation. That will be a great guide for you. That's good. I like that. I think write that down and keep that as a keeper for myself. <laughs> check your motivation. Yeah, it, check your motivation. It's been, it's been life changing to me, honestly. Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious to find out about your personal journey. We talked about kind of in your bio that you've gone through a journey and now you're helping other people. So tell us about, your mistakes and how you've grown from that and how you're helping other people with their money issues. Yeah. So my journey with money started because I basically failed with it. So I've grew, I've grown up always believing that money isn't, is a sign of success. And so unknowingly I've been chasing money. Right. And it came to a point in my career where I was doing really good. And so I was able to afford a certain lifestyle. But, you know, as you move forward, sometimes you get bumps in the road. And these bumps to me felt like failures. And I didn't want people to know that I was failing. I wasn't making as much money as I once was. And because of that, I started just overusing my credit cards, even though I couldn't afford 
to pay them off. And I started racking up credit card debt. I maxed out all of the single, all of the different credit cards that I had, got myself into collections. And it was all because I didn't want people to know. So I pretended like everything was okay. And that basically took me to rock bottom. Um, I didn't know where else to get money from once I maxed out all of my credit cards. It came to the point that I had to ask the bus driver if she could take me for free because I didn't have a single dollar in my pocket. Thankfully, she was able to take me because I wasn't home and I needed to get home. Um, and that was just a very eye-opening uh, experience and the thing about money is that it also because of this financial struggles all of the other areas of my life started falling apart so my relationships the relationship with my parents started losing friends and to the point that my then fiance broke up with me as well and with that i just realized that money can affect your life so much and that's why I like to focus in the emotional side too, because all of these emotions, you know, maybe the guilt or the shame, all of that starts basically kind of infecting the other areas. And so these things, they need to be addressed. And coming from that place of pain, because it was really painful for me to be in that situation. I cried every single night. I didn't know what to do. I felt so lost. I didn't know who to ask for help. I didn't know what to Google, you know? And so because of that, I just decided that once I learned how to manage my money, how to identify the things that were causing me to make bad decisions, I decided to bring awareness about this because we're not taught these things in school. Sometimes our parents don't teach us. And so I just wanted to be, you know, a person that, that can be that answer that maybe someone knows that they didn't know they needed. That's great. That's a heartbreaking story. I can imagine that, that getting to that place where you've been broken down by something that you put so much value in, mm -hmm. then now you have to kind of rebuild your life and get a healthy approach to how I going to deal with this one thing that I relied so much on. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, I didn't even know I relied so much on it until I was without it until I exactly <laughs> yeah without it <laughs> right so there, there are so many misconceptions about money what's just one that we can focus on today that maybe help that people one misconception people have about money yeah yeah I think one of the biggest ones in my opinion is that a lot of us not consciously, but maybe unconsciously or subconsciously believe that money is like a miracle. Money will somehow work out by itself on its own. We don't think about it. We don't like to talk about it, but we just somehow believe that, you know, financially things are going to work out money's going to keep coming in. And so we don't necessarily make a plan. We don't necessarily, um, work hard sometimes, especially if you're trying to maybe go down the entrepreneurship road. Um, maybe, you know, we're praying about money, but then we're not taking action. And we just believe that money is a miracle when in fact money is a result, right? Money is a result of diligent planning. Money is a result of hard work. Money is, is a result of, of being proactive. It's a result, not a miracle. And it won't work out itself. 
we have to make it work. That That's a great point. <laughs> I love how you said that. So you talk about the emotional barriers that money presents. How do you help people deal with those emotional? So what tools do you give people to help deal with those emotional barriers? Um, yeah, so... Well, the tools that I, that I provide, what we work with is with coaching and regarding emotional barriers, what I've identified is that money plays different roles in our lives. They don't necessarily need to be these different roles that I've come up with. I've given it an avatar just to make it a little bit um, less heavy, like give a little lightness to this subject because money can be a little bit like a, like a heavy subject. And so these different roles that money plays in our lives, I've given them different avatars. And so I usually talk about money and I address it as improving our relationship with money. And so just like with relationships, we might have experienced different relationships in our lives. We, and so with that in mind, I gave these roles to money. The first one is that maybe money is like your knight in shining armor, right? And so in a way, money is the solution to your problems. Money is what's going to finally make you feel happy once you find, just like when you find your knight in shining armor, I'll finally be happy, right? Okay, once you have more money, you'll finally feel free. Once you have more money, things will solve, will be solved, right? Once you have more money, um, everything will be perfect. Or um, if I if I were able to afford specific things, I I would I'll, I would feel better, right? And so the emotional barrier here is that we need to overcome our attachment to money. So this is something that I've experienced, and like we just shared, I didn't know that I had this until I found myself without it. But I realized that whenever a check would come in, I would feel happy. I would feel ah, peace, joy, excited, let's go shopping. <laughs> and whenever I found myself with maybe a lower check or with not enough, I was stressed out, I would be worried, I would be anxious, right? And I realized that money was my source of peace, Right? And one way that we can describe happiness is by just being content, right? Having the sense of constant peace always, even no matter how things look, right? But in this case, I only felt that whenever I had money. So money was my knight in shining armor, right? The second avatar um, is that money is your sugar daddy or your sugar mama. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> so right so basically like in these kinds of relationships we use money to flaunt our success right to prove that we're doing great that we're moving forward in life that everything is fantastic um so in a sense money equals success right and the emotional barrier that we need to overcome here is honestly um the lack of self-worth and potentially the need to people please right? Because we're using money to prove to others that maybe we're generous too, or we're successful too. We, we are responsible too. We're moving forward too, you know? And so 
what, like, what are you trying to prove? Who are you trying to prove it to? And why is your worth set and how much money you can make or how much money you can spend? So that needs to be um, overcome too. And the third one is when money is like your forgettable ex-boyfriend or ex-girlfriend. Oh, so there's probably you, a lot of those in people's life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you don't like thinking about money, right? Just like a bad relationship in the past, like, no, I don't want to think about it. Oh, whenever that comes to my mind, I get anxious. Or maybe I dread thinking about it or talking about it, maybe even produces you disgust, right? Oh, no, you shouldn't talk about money. Money is dirty. Oh, if you're talking about money, you're being materialistic, right? There's like this negative association with money. And so you don't like to think about it because you don't like to think about it. You neglect it. And that might also cost you to end up in making bad financial decisions or just uninformed financial decisions, right? And so the emotional barrier that needs to be overcome here is to address if you're having negative associations with money, maybe caused by bad experiences in the past, like maybe mistakes, or maybe you've lost relationships because of money in the past, or just your experience around money growing up, or what you've seen your parents growing up, how they dealt with money, that can also be a root cause. So those are the things that you need to be looking into uh, to overcome. And so the way that I help people is by, by actually looking into what role is money playing in your life? And these are not mutually exclusive, right? You could have money can play more than one role in your life. And with that, then identify, okay, why is it playing that role? What are your beliefs around money? And once we identify the beliefs, then let's check what's the root cause. Once we check the root cause, then we can kind of reverse engineer, right? Okay, let's change that. And so when we change, when we um, identify, when we shine a light in the root cause, you can make a conscious decision. Okay, is this serving me or is it not? And and so you can create new beliefs that are based maybe in a, in a more informed um and in a more informed source, right? Maybe financial literacy or just just talking about it. Sometimes just talking about it uh, can be very healing. That's really detailed. How long did it take you to come up with all of this? This <laughs> sounds like a lot of effort you put into this. I did, I did. Um, well, honestly, I, I've, started, I've started talking about this since the beginning of 2020. So... So I just realized when, as I started sharing is that that sometimes there's this disconnect. As we start talking about money, um, we don't want to go into the deep places. And so by giving it some lightness, I think it, it, it creates this openness to, to talk about it, to, to discuss it, and to, for it not to be so tedious maybe because talking and thinking about money can be tedious. And shameful because talking about money can feel shameful. So let's just remove these things to, to kind of, let's have a little fun with it and it's okay and, so that we can move forward. Have you discovered that there's a greater sense of worry about money after this whole COVID thing? I'm assuming more people are thinking about money, dealing with money, emotional issues after COVID, during COVID. Have you discovered that, run across that in your, your work? 
I've definitely discovered more interest in in wanting to deal with it. And before it was easy to just neglect it. But after this, there's, there's, I guess, a greater demand in wanting to learn and wanting to be prepared. Because a lot of financial stress is just a result of not being prepared. And just by knowing or having a plan for worst case scenario, that can solve a lot of conflict. Like, like that's what we experienced for example when COVID hit my husband and i we didn't we didn't struggle we had a, an emergency fund we had things set up um and so there's definitely more openness which is good it's good that people actually want to learn about these things but with that there's also again the anxiousness right because of these bad maybe this season is the bad experience like I had these bad experience it can lead to two different ways one either you choose to overcome right but the other route can be like wow I've had this bad experience and so let me get in a bag I don't want to think about this because it produces me so much so much anxiousness and stress and that can just deepen the problem Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now a word from one of our sponsors, For Freedom Mobile. If you're using AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, then you're being tracked. Mobile providers collect your location, communications, internet, internet activity, even your financial transaction. They sell that data to anyone willing to pay for it and provide it to the government without a warrant. Switch to For Freedom Mobile, and you won't ever have to worry about big tech or big brother tracking you through your mobile phone again. For Freedom Mobile provides secure, unlimited talk, text, and high-speed data for just $29.99 a month, and it includes free internet roaming in over 200 countries. Sign up for the service by visiting forfreedommobile.com and using the promo code BRIDGEBUILDERS to get your first month for only $9.99. See forfreedommobile.com for details, just like the number 4, freedommobile.com. I love how you talk about to um, connecting this back to God. So how do you help people have a healthy connection with money and God? Yeah. Um, well, honestly, it's, it's by learning about this. Uh, turns out that there's over 2000 verses in the Bible that talks about money. So God has a lot to say about money. Sometimes we think that he doesn't. Yeah, and... seem to know us a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, of course. And so just bringing that awareness, some of the scriptures that talk about, you know, that God gives important, God does care about this subject, that God does have things to say. And it's not just about the tithe, right? Um, I think sometimes we just think when we think about money and God, it, we're just thinking about tithing and uh, giving, but we're not necessarily thinking about stewardship. Or when we think of the word stewardship, we just immediately associate it with giving instead of money management, right? And so just bringing this awareness and something that I also love is learning, uh, in my case, because I'm a woman, learning about the Proverbs 31 women if you dissect the, those scriptures, you start seeing that she was financially literate 
she had multiple businesses she counted the cost of the land and then made a business in it <laughs> so so uh, money is not the enemy with god i mean it it can compete which i think that is why god asks us to give it's because you know your heart is where your treasure is or your treasure is where your heart is right and so when we give away money it does help us to keep god first but that doesn't mean that god doesn't want to be a part of our finances he wants to be a part of every single area of our lives and that includes our finances oh, thank you for that so i want you to look into the microphone or speak of the microphone and talk to my millennial kids and their friends who are struggling maybe with money. Some of them are just getting out of college. They have debt. They're concerned about a lot of things or they're stressed. What words of wisdom, action items would you give to those millennials who are just coming out of COVID, out of school and looking for what looks what's next for them? Well, first to invite God into their finances. He wants to be a part of it. Um, there's something incredible honestly about surrender as well this is what i've experienced i was so in control with my money with my business and things started falling apart basically kind of like when you're holding something like when you're holding sand and it just starts falling in between your fingers that's how i felt right but when i laid this area in god's feet and just with all my heart thought okay, God, help me do this. I want to do this with you. He started providing the resources and, and a way out to this debt. So if you're finding yourself uh, struggling financially, if you're finding yourself maybe with debt and you're feeling overwhelmed, invite God into it. Don't think that he, he wants you to be poor or something like that. He doesn't. He wants to take care of you. But we also need to learn to trust, to surrender, to let go of control, and to just be faithful. Be faithful in little, faithful in plenty, right? So sometimes if things are not necessarily looking great right now, it might be also a moment of training, right? It's not a punishment, it's just training. So I, I, I can just, I can say this with 100% confidence is that it's easier to manage little because as you grow, because that's what we've experienced, we've been growing, we've been growing as we've learned, as we've, as we've learned how to manage our money, there's been more and more provision. And as we have more and more, it's get, it gets tougher and harder to manage more. It's great. It's a great problem to have, but it is harder. And so don't faithful in little, faithful in plenty, right? Whatever you have right now, learn how to manage that little bit because you will need to learn, continually learn as you grow. So just start now. That's amazing. So what do you want your legacy to be? I know you're doing all of this, but what do you want your legacy to be? My legacy to be, honestly, what I just shared is, is as, as, as I've surrendered, I've experienced, honestly, God's mighty hand. When I'm in control, things are very limited but when i've let go of control and invited god into my life i started seeing god's hand in different ways in really cool ways like god is so cool 
That is super cool. And I have not experienced that growing up at all. And so my legacy is that I want my generations to, to be that, to have that, to know what it is to walk besides the living God. Like he is alive. He moves and does miracles today. And I just, just the idea of, of my future generations and people that come into my life that that they are able to know and experience this it just brightens my my brings so much light into my heart like i love that idea so that's what i want to leave that's a great one anything i haven't asked you that i should have asked you I was going to mention the things about the Bible, that the Bible, that there's like over 2,000 scriptures in the Bible that talk about money, but you already asked me about this. So not really. You, you asked everything. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad we covered it all. So how can people find you on social media? How can they connect with what you're doing? Learn from a coach like yourself? Yeah, yeah. So you can find me on my Instagram. It's vvshank. V-I-V-I-S-C-H-E-N-K. And you can um, access, you can work with me uh, through my, you can find, sorry. And you can find information on how you can work with me and my website, which is vvshank.com. And there's also some free resources, like a free budgeting tool. That's the very first budgeting tool that I've ever used when I had no clue what to do, where to start or what to Google. I just made up a little spreadsheet and I started with that and it's super, super easy to use. And it's for super, super beginners because that's who I was when I first started a super extremely beginner that had no clue what to do. We like simple and simple yeah. helps people <laughs> to take that next step. Thank you so much, Vivi, for what you're doing and the just coming on the show and sharing your heart and your being so transparent with your story and blessings on what you're doing and how you're being a blessing in people's lives as well. Thank you so much, Keith. I appreciate you allowing me to share. Oh, thank you. This was a great conversation. Maybe we can come back. Are you having a book coming out sometime soon? I don't have a book, but I'd be happy to come back. <laughs> All right. Well, if you get a book and you want to come and share it, please feel free to come back on the show again and talk about what you're doing. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for joining us this week on From Mess to Miracle. Make sure you visit our website at HHTPS from mess to miracle.buzzsprout.com. You can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts so you never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, I would appreciate a rating on iTunes. If you simply like to tell a friend about the show, you will help us get the message out to bless more people. If you like this show, you might want similar content. You can follow my blog at www.alightbreakthrough.org. Be sure to tune in two weeks from now for our next episode. Just remember, out of our messiness, God makes miracles. <laughs>